All right, we're excited to have you back at Walk-Ins Welcome. It's a podcast for urgent care marketing. Uh, We are excited to be here today. I've got Michael Ray with me, who's always rocking with me on these podcasts. My name is Nick Horde, and we are going to be kicking off Google Ads Talk today. I'm excited about it. Michael, what's on tap? So Google Ads, um, this is something that is kind of, if you're going to market anything, probably number one, number two, you want to concentrate on in terms of growing your digital presence because this helps you get in front of people quickly. And it's something like we have, we've had urgent cares that are brand new, brand new open. We start with Google ads and they get patients within hours. Right. We even had hours come through like, which is kind of cool. But reality is like, if you're brand new to the game, Google Ads is a fantastic starting point to help drive that traffic to that site and help grow your patient load. So today we're going to be talking about what exactly Google Ads is or are, if you will. <laughs> um, how do you recognize it? Like, what does that look like when you do a search? Um, how should you use it as a as an urgent care? What is ad spend? And what are the expectations you should set or even the goals you should set for Google? Uh, So why don't we kick it off with you, Michael, on what exactly is Google Ads or as you probably heard it, AdWords, but Google Ads. Yeah, so Google Ads is the paid way of showing up on Google. So you have really two forms. You have organic and paid. Google, like whenever you hear about Google making a bunch of money, it's through their advertising networks. Like people spend millions of dollars every day on Google ads. We have clients that spend hundreds of dollars every day, but why is this important? So Google ads is the way for for you to say, I want to buy some space on Google for a certain type of keyword in a certain area. So I show up on search at the very top, but to get there, it takes a lot more effort than people think. Uh, Google, of course, like every platform, every technology, they try to make it as user-friendly as possible. But we've learned over time, every time we take over an account, if you don't know what you're doing on a regular basis, Google's very good at spending your money. But yeah. so Exceptionally good at spending your money. Maybe not as good as Facebook. Facebook's really good at spending your money. But, um, no, no, no. Facebook is good at burning your money. Yeah, just taking a match to it. But um, anyway, so Google Ads, let's talk about that. So talking about what is it and how do you recognize it, go to, go to Google. Do a search for urgent cares near me. At the very top, or at the very bottom, it depends, you'll see at the very top a Google listing, and it'll have the word ad beside it. Now, it's always going to be there, the word ad. As of what we know, that piece won't change. Now, the way that looks the rest of the way may actually change in the next few months. Like, they're going to insert some extra stuff to make it more legitimate. But that's where that lives. And here's the funny thing. You'll notice that there will be some urgent cares or whatever you search for that aren't local at all, but they're showing up. And what we know is that people tend to click the first thing they see and not have a clue what they clicked on. They think it's what they want. But all that being said, that's why Google Ads is so important because getting into page one with Google Ad could take days compared to like SEO to organic side, which could take months. So we actually have a two-one approach there where Ads is like we even tell people ads is fantastic on that initial uh, ROI, but over time, your SEO, the organic, which we've talked about in a different episode, is better on your ROI months later. But it takes time to get there. And as we know, most business owners, I need leads tomorrow and today, yesterday. So Google Ads is that starting point. And Google is, they're constantly refining that platform. So we're finding that they're giving us more and more tools to do better. 
and we actually know what your competitors are spending. So it's not we're not flying blind. Um, we we make this joke. Um, we work with some attorneys. If you want to be a personal injury attorney, you better have a million dollar ad spend budget because because they spend the money. Um, so, but let's talk about that. So, so Nick, I, I've talked about what kind of is and how to recognize it. Uh, any other additional thoughts on that before we hop into how we actually should use it? Yeah, I think a, a good understanding of, of Google itself will help you understand why they're even necessary at all. Mm. So Google's business model is twofold. One, they want you to go to them because they are the source for the most relevant, most, uh, um, Accurate. Accurate, yes. Most most relevant, most accurate information put in front of you when you need it most. They want to be the source of information for you. They want you they want your homepage to your browser to be Google.com every time. That's right. Exactly. And for the most part it is, right? Yeah. Um, so that's thing number one. But the way they monetize that is through you paying for your ad to show up in relevant searches, right? That's why Google ads are always at the top of the page. They want it, they don't make money if they just find your business naturally. They make nothing off of that. But every time somebody clicks on that ad, they make a profit. Yep. And that is the whole anatomy of the Google search set up in such a way that they want to show uh, they want to show keyword relevance first. Mm-hmm. Did you find what you were searching for and can I show an ad for it? Right? Sometimes there's not an ad to show. Yep. Did I show location relevance based on those keywords second? And then all the information relevance below, which is the organic side of things. Yeah. So, and just to have that, to kind of put some visual there, uh, the part about the location piece, we call the map three pack, which you'll see a Google map and then you'll see three listings below it. Sometimes you'll see four because one of the listings is actually an ad. So they've insert ads there as well. It doesn't happen every time, though. It seems to Well, it has to be location relevant. So if you think of it this way, Michael, so you want to show up. You're, uh, we're right here in downtown Birmingham, mm-hmm. right? So if there are two other digital marketing agencies, right, and three of us show up in the map three pack, there's only room for three. Yep. There's 20 agencies around us. Oh, yeah. Right? If I wanted to show up in that three pack, but I haven't done the work to show up in that yet, then I can pay an ad to show up in that map three pack mm-hmm. as an ad, right? And that map three pack, that's where over 75% of all clicks come from. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you, so look at it this way. Google ads is kind of like a shortcut to page one where you don't ask, but you don't have to be near as much work and time to get the page one. But we also know people skip ads. They go, they scroll down and go to the next thing. Um, and then, uh, you know, the other problem, or not problem, but the challenge with Google ad is a cost per click model. So every single time somebody clicks on that ad, it costs you money. Mm-hmm. And that cost per click varies greatly. So it can be a couple of dollars. It could be 20 cents. It could be a couple hundred dollars. I always make this joke when I tell people about Google ads. If you really want to make somebody mad, just do look up auto accident attorney and click on that ad. Nine times out of 10, it costs close to $1,000 a click. So you can really make somebody mad if you wanted to. But you didn't hear that from me. Yeah, that's uh, like James Bond bad guy money. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> g- granted, and people, I've had this question too. Well, what's stopping my competitors clicking on my ad all day long? Well, there are some things set in place where Google can recognize, 
all right, this same IP address is lighting up this ad. Like, then they stopped some of that. They don't let you just spend every penny on that same person because that would be really bad, to be honest. Yeah, and there's some great software out there. One of them is called ClickSeese. Yeah, and it really does a good job of stopping that. Yeah, like you're gonna your your competitors are not gonna be able to click on your ad. It stops them from clicking on that ad. But let's let's look at the use value. Like one of the questions we asked are, should you use Google Ads? Um, in a short answer, yes. You should be yeah. using Google Ads. But it depends on what you're trying to accomplish and how you use these ads. For example, um, you have a competitor in town, and they are just taking all of your business from all of your business away from you. Mm-hmm. You can run ads on competitive searches. For and, ex- and I would say, I would, and if you're curious what we mean by that, too, um, search for your own name. And if somebody else pops up as an ad, they bought your name. So inside of Google Ads. Now, you can go back and buy your name back and outbid them. We help people do that. But it is something, like, if we tell anybody, just having a small budget on Google Ads just to keep your name from being bought by other people is pretty important. Because there's a lot of losses there that happen that you have no control over. And this is a simple, like, defense mechanism you can put in place. Not even, not even from the standpoint of just trying to grow your practice, just trying to prevent other people stealing from your practice. Right. So let's look at another use. That was a branded search. Mm-hmm. Let's look at location-based searches. Yep. All right. You own a urgent care, and currently you're only ranking within maybe a five-mile radius. Yep. But you also know that most people will drive somewhere between 10 and 12 miles. And what you can do is you can run a beacon around your location, a mile radius is what it's called. Yep. And if you're only showing up within three to five miles, but you would be pulling business in from 10 to 12 miles, then you can run ads in that radius all around your business. And if you look at it, like if I'm running from 10 miles to 10 miles, that's a net 20 mile radius mm-hmm. of people in a huge circle around your business that you can pull traffic in from. And you need to do that if that's something that you're trying to attract to your business. Yeah, so so here's a practicality approach here. Look at your current patient list. Look at their zip codes, where they live, and let that define to you where majority of your patients are coming from. And if it happens to be more than just a mile or two outside your location, now you have a strategy to go after different zip codes. And also, we say zip codes a lot because in Google Ads, you can actually exclude zip codes and do certain things, be very specific. Um, and then a lot, we get this question a lot of, well, how many places can I target with Google Ads? Technically, all of them. All of them. <laughs> but there's a ad spend issue, which we'll talk about in just a minute, where it doesn't make a lot of sense for you to cover the entire country, but you're located here in Birmingham. Everybody that clicks on your ad in California or New York, they're not going to use you unless you're pure telehealth. But even then, they probably won't use you. Um, That's a problem. So you want to be specific. You want to be strategic in what you're going after. And also, you want to be strategic in the – if you offer certain things that most of your competitors don't, you want to make sure you highlight that. Because some people do a certain – like I have a a friend – He's a physical therapist, but he is the only certified team TMJ therapist in the state of Alabama. Well, that's a fantastic search to go after because none of his competitors do that. So that's a good example of take advantages of what you're really good at and showcasing that. Google Ads is fantastic at running ads for that, too. That's good. All right, so we've talked competitive searches. We've talked competitive slash branded searches. Mm-hmm. We've talked radius-based searches. Um, let's talk about 
retargeting. Yeah. So another useful proposition that, that Google ads allows you to do is to target people who have visited your website during a time frame that you set. A couple of use scenarios would, would be people that have come to your website and they were quickly bounced off of your website mm-hmm. and you want to talk to them again. That's well, one way. Or they it. get to your website after hours. So you're not open. You, you don't have a call center or an after hours call set up. So they went to your site maybe um, 10 o'clock at night because they were sick or not feeling well. And they're like, okay, I'm going to call them in the morning. Well, they probably forgot or they looked it up against, I can't, who, do, who was I looking for? Well, now we have an opportunity to retarget them and show them. Now we know too, like most people in the urgent care world, like you only get a couple of days of retargeting work because at that point they've made a decision somewhere because they're not feeling good. So, um, but then, but think about that though. You're allowed, not only did you show up one time they went to your site, now you're showing up a couple more times. And if you're not sure what that looks like, we've all gone shoe shopping or whatever shopping online. And then later we start getting ads for those particular products. Same concept happening here. Yeah, it's a little bit more advanced for the urgent care space. I think there's some real-world application here, Michael. Whenever somebody visited your urgent care and they did it because they were sick, Mm -hmm. and maybe this person has a family, and after 30 days they've forgotten that they were sick. I know I do that, right, and not even thinking about it. But all of a sudden you're showing up 30 days later in their newsfeed offering them a flu shot or you're offering them – some kind of a blue card for their child to go back to school. I'm going to say, yeah, you become a family doctor, not just a doc in a box, urgent care doctor. Yep. It's easy to get somebody when they're sick. The challenge is to keep them whenever they're not sick anymore. And there's more things that you could be doing for them. I don't know. Maybe your urgent care has a in-house pharmacy. Yeah. And you can talk to people about that. Well, I didn't even say too. So look, look at um, how often do your, do your patients come back? Do you have a, a problem with one-time patients or do you have repeat patients? If you have a problem with one-time, retargeting could be really helpful with that. So, I, like, as a use case, like Google Ads, like Google Ads is not the only retargeting software per se out there, but it's a really good one because it's very intentional. Like, that's, right. that, that's the biggest thing. If we could say anything about Google, the people who do searches on Google, they're intentional about something. They're not, it's not just showing up in their feed just because they fit a criteria. It's showing up because they had a a thought about something and they actually typed in something and did a search and came across you. Like it was, it wasn't just for fun. So uh, just keep that in mind. So, so moving forward. So we stay in a good time slot here. Let's talk about ad spend. Ad spend is something that kind of confuses people. Right. Because we, we get that a lot. And we're actually weird. As a comp, as an agency, we're kind of weird. We actually separate ad spend from our management fee completely because we want to show what you're actually spending inside the platform. There are lots of agencies and lots of companies. They're good companies too, but they'll present to you a fee and it says, we'll just use round numbers here. It's $5,000 a month and we'll take care of all digital. But they don't break it down. They don't tell you what platforms. They don't tell you what they're spending in the platforms. So you really don't know. And the only way you could know is that, hey, can you send me a, a report from Google Ads of our, how much we spent? Most of the time they won't. And so why do we do this? So we, we want to show like the actual return on ad spend. So you've heard of, you may or may not have heard this term, of ROAS. ROAS. Yeah, ROAS. Um, it's return on ad spend. So instead of ROI, which is your total investment, we look at just ad spend itself because 
that's a part of the puzzle because we find that sometimes if you're spending $1,000 on ad spend and you go to 2000 you don't always get a two-to-one return. It may be 10-to-1, but you have to analyze that, and that's what we're really good at. So when somebody says to you, all right, we're going to run Google Ads for you. The uh, ad spend budget will be $1,000. They're saying, we're saying that $1,000 is spent inside Google Ads platform. But Google Ads does not spend it immediately. They spend it in the rear. So you get hit with like a $500 bill once it's been spent because Google lives off daily budgets and spending those daily budgets. And they're always wanting you to increase your daily budget, no matter what you do. <laughs> Well, I mean, who doesn't want their money. <laughs> person to spend more money with them? Mm-hmm. Here's why digital advertising on platforms like Google and Facebook and all these different platforms are so much more effective in letting people compete fair. Yeah. And this is, okay, well, what does this have to do with ad spend? This has everything to do with ad spend because both or all of these platforms have come out with a thing called a quality score, a QS. And here's what the quality score does. And this is how it levels the playing field because your urgent care may be able to spend, I don't know, $500 a month. And you have this um, massive national brand down the road that can spend $5,000 a month. Here's how you level the playing field. You write a better ad. Yeah. Right. So we use this quality score Keep in mind, the first thing I said in this episode is Google only makes money when you click on an ad. They don't make money when you just show up in a search or all these different things. They make money when you click on an ad. And the better the quality, the better chance they're going to click. That's it. So if you put the right message in front of the right audience at the right time in the right way. With a sense of urgency. With a sense of urgency, that right sense of urgency, the chances of a, of, of a person clicking on your ad is greater than a poorly written ad. Mm-hmm. Well, I could have a million dollar budget, but if you never click on my ad, who doesn't make money? Oh yeah. So your ad, the smaller budget gets prioritized over the bigger budget, the better quality ad that you write in front of the right people. And see, that's a completely different mindset from traditional advertisement where it really was a budget game where the only criteria like we'll take radio or TV are time slots. You buy a time slot and they put a value on it. They don't really care how bad the ad is or what you want to say as long as it's within regulation, but they don't care. You're spending the dollars. They don't care what your results necessarily are because you have a budget for it. Additionally, you can get what's called bumped. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what that is? I don't. All right. So a bump is when somebody, let's just say I'm paying $100 per advertisement played on the radio. Mm-hmm. It, well, if somebody has $125, they bump your spot. Yeah, so it's it's a pure time and money game. That's it. But with Google Ads, it's like, no, 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 no. Like, we want to make sure we're doing the best work we can. And so it's no longer – I can't just spend more money to make your ads show up more often. Now, there is some truth behind, like, you know, if we are maxing out budgets. But reality is I can't just keep increasing budget and just magically it gets better. It just doesn't work that way. A good example. So um, Google has Google Grants, which allows uh, – for nonprofit stuff to get free Google ad spend, essentially like $10,000 a month, Google ad spend. But they openly say, if you can't spend it right, you're going to eventually lose it. And then if you spend it really, really well, like we like what you're doing, we might increase it to 40,000, which is really, sorry, (laughs) Nick's making me laugh. It's been just 
fell apart. <laughs> I was writing down Google Grants. That's a good note. I didn't know about that. Yeah, Google Grants. So I, I've dealt a lot in that in the past. and um, Do this for a living. I've never worked in the nonprofit world. So yeah, I I, I've worked with quite a few. And Google Grants is pretty cool. It's, it's not like sure stuff. Like There's a lot of mixes in there because Google doesn't want to give away free money. There's usually some things tied to it. But all that being said, even at that point, if you can't spend it, which means you don't know how to write good ads and have a good quality score, they'll eventually take it away. So in our world, quality score is super important. If we can't get you good quality, we're going to have all sorts of issues. Uh, and one other quick example before we finish up here, um, we had a company, they were running their own Google ads. They were spending like 8000 a month on Google ad spend, and they were getting results, getting leads, getting you know growing their business. And they said, well, let's have somebody look at it. So we look at it. And their cost, so we can calculate all sorts of stuff on Google Ads, but their cost per conversion was about $90. So what does that mean? It took $90 worth of effort to get somebody to fill out a form or make a phone call. That's a lot of money for a lead. Uh, in some industries, it's about right, but for this industry, that was pretty high. We spent about a month on it. We go from 90 to 12 So we were able to lower their ad spend, lower their cost, and increase the number of leads coming in. That's a great situation to be in. But that's the, that's the true effect of a quality score and paying attention to those ads on a regular basis. Man, so many good bullet points here, guys. We tried to answer the question of what is Google Ads and should you use it, um, how to write a good ad, what that looks like from a quality score perspective, how to work with the ad spend. Um, the fact of the matter is, is if you're not using Google ads as an urgent care, you're missing out on a lot of opportunity. Mm -hmm. The only reason in my mind that you shouldn't use it is that you're already booked out. And a lot of urgent cares have that uh, issue right now. We, we, we don't take that for granted. We understand that COVID has packed you out. Um, but there's going to come a season where that stops. And when that season stops, you will already have built a foundation on Google Mm -hmm. So my recommendation to you is if you have the capacity and you have the ability to go ahead and build out an ads campaign, Michael, let's wrap it up, buddy. Yeah. So just also to, if you are a brand new urgent care in the like to the area, if you say, I, I have, I have some money I got to spend on marketing. What do I do? Website first, Google ads second. If you need some results quickly, long-term look at SEO, but that if you're going to do anything, go that route first and we can go ahead and tell you, it's going to work. It, we just, we've seen it time and time again. It, it's going to work for you. If it's not working for you, call us. Yeah. Yeah. If you're I running, mean, we Google will ads. help you completely free and take a look at your ads account. Um, and we will let you know some recommendations. Um, we would much rather you do business with us down the road when it makes sense. Yeah. And if you're, if you're not getting good results because we know what's happening in the world right now, if you're not getting results off of your Google ads, something's broken and we can help you with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right guys. Well, thank y'all for taking a listen. We'll catch you on the next one. Have a great week. See you next time.